This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. Hey EMM, it's Mason here to tell you about an exciting new opportunity we are offering. In an effort to tangibly improve our organization's commitment to equity, diversity, and inclusion, we created the Diversity and Inclusion Award that fourth-year medical students that identify as underrepresented in medicine and are applying to emergency medicine residencies are eligible to apply for starting today. We understand that the cost of applying to residency adds up, and we want to do what we can to ease that financial burden. We are extending three $200 awards to selected individuals following a blinded review of all applications. Applications will be accepted through the end of November, and winners will be announced mid-December. Check out our website at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash EDI award for all the details and to access the free application or click the link in our show notes. Thank you. So, so far, if we have kind of mild to moderately ill patients, but they're not hypoxic and needing medication, what do we tell them to go home and do with their COVID? Uh, hang out right? Like enjoy your COVID and take Tylenol and ibuprofen and try not to get other people sick. So this was exciting news because it's the first oral drug that you could take, you know, essentially the COVID analog of Tamiflu that you could take if you have mild to moderate symptoms. So unfortunately, it was not a published scientific paper. So we don't have all of the data. It came in a press release from the company, which was Merck. I think actually Merck is a huge pharmaceutical and they teamed with a smaller pharmaceutical company. But they have this new drug, Molnupiravir, and they studied it. It was actually a pretty well-designed study. We love to be critical of big pharmaceutical companies, but it was a well-designed study where uh, they did it at about 100 different sites. Um, they had a separate, like, independent board monitoring the study to make sure that it went okay. It was a randomized control trial that had a placebo arm and then a drug arm so we could compare both. So it really had a lot of the elements that we like to see, like a pretty good study. And so after they had accumulated uh, over 700 patients, I think somewhere around 770, the independent board stopped and analyzed the data and said, yeah, we got, we got good numbers already, so stop. So they stopped it earlier than was planned. They were looking at two endpoints. One was hospitalization. If you've got COVID, how many of those people get hospitalized? And number two, how many people die? So we probably care a lot more about the death one. But because that's a relatively low number, they combined these two endpoints to say how many people either got hospitalized or died during our study period. And the drug was found to be twice as effective as placebo. So if you got the placebo, your rate of hospitalization or death uh, was about 14%, a little over 14, maybe 14.5%. Uh, if you got the drug, your rate of hospitalization or death was 7%. So they said, this is great. You know, this could be the first effective oral drug that we have uh, against this variant of the coronavirus. Who was eligible for the study? So it's not our super sick patients. They didn't study anybody who was, you know, sick enough to already be in the hospital. They also didn't study anybody that was super healthy. So in order to get the drug, you had to have at least one risk factor. So either COPD, diabetes, obesity. And those are the people that we are most worried about anyway, because those are the ones that are most likely to have complications. It's a five-day course of the drug, and you take it twice a day. So not too bad, you know, analogous to taking a Z-Pack but you got to take it twice a day instead of once a day. And then the cost would be $700. So it's an expensive drug for sure if you're just paying out of pocket. 
but they estimate the cost would be to save one life uh, with this drug would be somewhere in the neighborhood of $30,000 to $32,000. So, you know, all things considered, given the cost of hospitalization in the ICU or ECMO or other crazy treatments that we do, that's not an insane number to think we would spend $32,000 on, on a drug to save one life. We still don't have all the data to review, so we don't know a lot about it. Um, they're seeking emergency use authorization, just like they did with the vaccines. But we saw that was a pretty quick process, right? For when Pfizer and Moderna came out with their vaccines, it only took a few weeks for the FDA to fully approve those. So um, this is a new drug that we might see on the horizon. Vaccination is still probably a better strategy because you're preventing the illness and the spread. But for those who can't or haven't gotten vaccinated, this is a new treatment on the horizon. So there you go, Molnupiravir. All right, have a good day. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.